We're here at SEC Media Days in Atlanta. I'm Travis Brown with the Eagle alongside Robert Cessna. Today was a day full of A&M opponents this year that are going to come to uh, the football field. Uh, Cease, the, the, the headliner, of course, always, Nick Saban. When we got here, pouring down rain, Nick Saban takes the stage and the rain subsides. What, what, what do you make of uh, Saban and maybe his powers? I don't know. Yeah, Bob Holder, Arkansas, mentioned that, and uh, Saban just smiled and says he doesn't have that much control. But obviously, you can tell by the horde of people who show up. Every year we see this, uh, even when it's not in Alabama. Fans out there, they show up for Nick Saban. Why, why not? He's won seven national championships. And, of course, from the A&M standpoint, everybody wants to know about the feud with him and, uh, and uh, Nick, uh, Jimbo Fisher. And I think, once again, it's been a repeat of the SEC spring meetings and nothing really came out of it. Uh, Saban said that he, I thought was telling was he learns from things that he does. So obviously he looked at what he said about Sab about uh, Jimbo. And maybe if he had to do all over again, he probably wouldn't have said that. That's what I inferred from what he said. So I thought that was very telling. But, you know, anytime uh, he holds court, whether it was about, he was talking about NIL, talked about expansion, of course, all those things. Everybody wants to know what Nick Saban said. And as you said, a real busy day for us because not only is uh, it was even more important because the other two te teams that A&M will play that touched today was South Carolina and Mississippi State. And for A&M to really be where they want to be, they have to beat those teams. Yeah, you know, we had a lot of conversation this week about NIL, about conference realignment, whether things are good or bad. And Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach is just kind of that levity that you need just to, to make sure that you know that everything's going to be okay. Uh, of course, he came up and did his, his whole shtick. He didn't do an opening statement, said he's he, not really a fan of opening statements because he ends up having to say the same thing all over again. Gave some of his Netflix picks, uh, some of the shows he's been watching, uh, you know, mused about anything like that. Uh, but I went in and asked him a little bit about yeah, okay, we can talk about how to fix NIL, how, what, what, how many conference teams each super conference might have, but, but is college football going up or down? Is it, is it good or bad? Where, where are we headed? And he said it's yet to be seen for him. He, he needs to kind of see how some of this stuff uh, shakes out, but there's a lot of stuff right now he said that it's unsustainable, and, and I would assume heading in that direction would be bad for the sport. Uh, of course, Yin had a lot of good things to say about Kyle Field, has in the past called it a, a, a cathedral or the Carnegie Hall of, of, uh, of football, and uh, a lot of the uh, Mississippi State players uh, said that they remember one of the highlights of their season last year was that sack of Zach Calzada to seal the game in Kyle Field at the end of the game. Uh, one player even said that, that they have it kind of playing on repeat on one of those highlight reels they have in the football facility. So a point there. Another interesting conversation with uh, uh, second-year South Carolina head coach Shane Beamer uh, at his time at Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech when he was an associate head coach under his father, Frank Beamer. He grew to have a great relationship with Buzz Williams, uh, still kind of considers him a mentor, and Buzz Williams invested a lot of time in him uh, it, it, to, to his coaching career. And when uh, the, the Aggies went to Columbia two years ago in 2011, January, he spent two hours on a game day just going over there and talking to him. They text back and forth, have a good relationship. Uh, pretty cool to 
to see there. Cease, I know you talked a little bit with the South Carolina players. Oh, well, first off, also uh, Shane Beamer uh, talked a lot about A&M's defensive backs, that it's the kind of defensive backs that, that you want to have on your team. They're tall, they're long, they're athletic, uh, and they're able to make plays. They're built even just a little bit more like linebackers. Said, uh, of course, Kyle Field last year, their loss to the Aggies was the first time that he had traveled to College Station. He said it was fun to get to see the venue, but it was a long night and, and one that he, he doesn't necessarily want to repeat. You got to talk to some of the players about beating AM, something that these seniors haven't been able to do. What did you get out of them? Yeah, I got a laugh because uh, he brought three seniors here, and we always laugh about the AM great cross-divisional rival, South Carolina, because we know it is not a rival. South Carolina and AM does not make any sense, but put yourself in the, these three guys that were here. They've lost three years in a row to A&M. You know, South Carolina hasn't beaten A&M since A&M joined the league in 2012. They're a little bit fed up. You could tell because I was standing back and talking. they were talking about how important it was for them to beat Auburn. They really loved beating Auburn. And then I said, well, what was, what was you know, no, I get my people mixed up now. I said, what about it? Yeah, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And, and and they said, oh, man, we we got to win this game. This is my last chance. And uh, I have to look up one of the gentlemen's name, which will be in my story. He said, man, he goes, that was such a – he goes, man, that's a nice stadium. They like playing up the A&M. They don't like losing. So three South Carolina players that Shane Beamer was real high on, they, they – they, they, you know, A&M's – that's a tough game. When you stop and look at it, these guys, I can only imagine the whole team – they're circling that game just because they have not beat their cross cross divisional rival. It's a lot going on, guys. We got trust <laughs> me. It's been a long day. You know, you got four teams and da 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 and Starling. I go, wait a minute. That was the Mississippi State players I talked to, not the South Carolina players. Yeah, well, and, you know, uh, uh, Spencer Rattler, the former Oklahoma quarterback, transfers to uh, South Carolina. They'll have this year. Uh, you know, I, I guess the question was asked a lot. So Shane Beamer in, in one of the other rooms kind of jokingly said, "I know a lot of people thought he'd come." He'll come next year. So we might get to talk to Spencer Rattler next year, depending on how well uh, the Gamecocks do this season. And if I want to follow up, I, it was two Alabama, Auburn, two Mississippi State players that I talked to that I heard them talk about how great the Auburn was game was, and they didn't know where I was. I said, what was your biggest win last? Uh, they both said, without a doubt, A&M. And I was kind of surprised because I thought they'd take the Auburn game, but they all said, so said A&M, and I asked them more. It was because the way they won that game, on the road, a big underdog, and they knew Mike Leach likes to beat A&M. You there know, you go. Amazing. There you go. Well, uh, we're still here with SEC Media Days. One more day of the other teams before we get to Texas A&M uh, on Thursday. So for, uh, be sure to check theeagle.com uh, and pick up a copy of The Eagle for everything that happened today. We'll be back tomorrow. For Robert Sesson, I'm Travis Brown. We'll see you later.